When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the My Nights Are Booked podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollock, and it has been a minute since we've talked about Interview with a Vampire, and I thought that now would be a really good time to do it. Um, For the sake of full transparency, it is June 8th, and you may have seen me tweet a couple of days ago about a billboard I saw while I was up in L.A., and if you're in the L.A. area right now, or if you're familiar with the L.A. area at this time of year, you know that this is Emmy season. And that means that every single billboard or large space that can be covered by a banner is some kind of advertisement for a TV show because this is Emmy season. And not only is it Emmy season, but this is in the heart of the nomination round of Emmy season. And what that means Um, Well, before I get into that, let me tell you why I'm talking about this. So I want to talk about all of the awards that I think Interview with a Vampire deserves because it deserves a lot of awards. You know how much I love the show. You know how much I love the actors and the production design and the costume designers and the hair and makeup. I love the whole team, the writers, everything. But I've seen a lot of people on social media talking about, you know, that what needs to happen in order for the show to get Emmys and to get nominated for awards. And I just kind of wanted to dispel some of the, I don't know, we'll call it the mystique behind how these things work. Um, Just because I think it helps with the conversation. So you understand, you know, how things work, what the calendar is, what the timeline is, and, you know, what, what it takes to get nominated and how that process works. So bear with me. If you know these things, you can kind of jump ahead. If you don't know these things, hopefully you'll learn something. And, um, you know, it's an interesting process and every awards show has a different process. For the Emmys, Emmy nominations, um, so for any given year, so for right now, the um, the 75th annual, annual Emmy Awards ceremony is slated to be in September. September 18th, if I'm being exact. Now, here's the caveat to this whole conversation. Everything could go sideways very quickly because of the writer's strike. There may not be an Emmy's awards ceremony if the writers remain on strike up until the Emmy ceremony. There could still be Emmy awards, but there just may not be a ceremony. Now, given that the Television Academy, which is the, the the organization that puts on the Emmys, given that it's made up of uh, television professionals that are representatives of all areas of the industry. So we're talking actors, directors, uh, you know, costume designers, you know, any anybody who's in the television industry can be a member of the Emmys. You have to apply, you have to be accepted. Um, so it, it's not automatic acceptance, but it is, uh, it is representative. And so they, that's why they, you know, it's, it's a very selective process. Now, 
the other piece to the puzzle is that at the end of June, it is possible that the Screenwriters Guild, uh, well, that so the the screen, so sorry, the the Writers Guild is already on strike. The Screen Actors Guild (SAG) could go on strike. If they go on strike, if the actors go on strike, there could be an issue with voting. There could be a lot of you know there could there could be some issues. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how that works because it's not something that's common. It's not something that happens on a regular basis. So there's a lot that's up in the air, but we're going to pretend that nothing is different with this year. And I just want to kind of go through the process. So in order to be considered for an Emmy award in any given year, the qualification is that the show has to have aired at least one episode from June 1st of the previous year to May 31st of the current year. So for the 2023 awards, we're looking at June 1st, 2022 to May 31st, 2023. Obviously, Interview with a Vampire premiered in October of 2022, so they fit that criteria. Now, you may have heard about the nominations. The nominations are coming out on July 12th and it's this big ceremony and they do this, you know, they, they have all this, it's where you hear the celebrities, you know, they, oh, I got, you know, the phone call, it woke me up and, you know, they called to say I was nominated or whatever, you know, it's a, it's a very, it's a, it's a time honored tradition in Hollywood. It's, it's been going on for 75 years. So, um, you know, there's a lot of ritual involved with it. Um, but to get to the voting process, that's where we are right now. That's why we're in this season. It's called, you, you might see some hashtags on social media, FYC, or For Your Consideration. And on every billboard, every magazine, you'll see that hashtag, FYC, For Your Consideration. Um, what what the studios are doing is they're trying to remind people specifically the voters who are Emmy members, um, they're trying to remind them of the shows and the performances that they think they should be aware of. So that billboard that I saw of Interview with a Vampire that was off the 405 freeway, I think in Inglewood, it was early in the morning. I was a little tired. I think that's where it was, but don't quote me on it. I will, uh, I will actually see it again this weekend, hopefully. And uh, if I do, I will let you know for sure where it was. I'm sure it's not the only one in LA, and I'm sure there's some in other parts of the country as well. Um, but that's why all of these things are everywhere. Uh, I just got my copy of Variety Magazine, and every other page is peppered with ads for TV shows to remind people of all of the shows. Now, why do we have to do this? Well, it's easy. It's been a year. There is a lot of television that has come out in the span of a year. So even if you're gung-ho about something, you know, let's say something comes out uh, right now. Let's say, you know, The Walking Dead, Dead City premieres, uh, let's see, June, what, 14th, 16th? Um, it's going to be a full year before you're even thinking about nominating it for an award. So everybody needs a little refresher. So this period right now is when Everybody's trying to refresh the memories of the voters to remind them of all of these great performances. DVD screeners are being sent out to members so that they can view these performances and they can review things and they can go back and see things. And Because remember, it's not just acting. It's not just writing. We're talking actors. We're talking best shows. We're talking supporting cast. 
uh, best, um, let's see, best guest appearances in a lot of cases. Uh, and then there's the technical things. There's, you know, costume design, production design, makeup, hair, um, music, score, writing, everything you can imagine. It's for everything. And um, that's why I specifically wanted to talk about Interview with a Vampire because I think they hit the sweet spot in just about every category, but we're going to get that to, get to that in a minute. So, so all of these things are going out right now and you're going to see all these billboards and there's a lot of talk and a lot of people saying, you know, this is, this is, uh, you know, it's an exciting time. And, and, um, I, for one, I love seeing all the billboards. I think it, it kind of reminds me of, of Comic-Con and, uh, I love, I just, I love the excitement of it. I, I like, award shows. A lot of people don't. They think they're boring. They kind of are, but I'm a stickler for tradition. I think tradition is great. I like to see the award shows. I like to see how they're set up. I like to see the, the speeches. I like the whole thing. So everything about this is, is it's interesting to me. And it's interesting to me to see how voting works from year to year, because when you have situations you know, you might have heard, uh, you know, the Oscars being criticized for, you know, not having enough women directors, not having enough people of color, um, you know, not having representative categories um, or, or nominees and categories. You know, that impacts these discussions uh, are shifting the way that that people are nominated and shows are nominated. And again, this is where Interview with a Vampire hits a sweet spot in so many different areas. So. It's going to be interesting to see if we can get some representation for the show in the Emmys. So, so like I said, right now, everything is about reminding people of these performances. Now, I've seen people saying, you know, why isn't the social media account doing more? Do more. You know, you have to advertise. It's not really what they need to do. That's not really where they need to have their focus. AMC needs to be focused on getting DVDs into the hands of voters. It needs to, you know, the, the billboards on the 405 are great for the voters who are, you know, coming in and out of LA to go to work. You know, that's that's really where where it's at. Social media is more about fans than it is about promotion. I mean, it, it is promotion, but it's not really promotion because 90% of the people who are interacting with the fan page or with the social media account are already fans. They're already going to watch. So really it's just, it's, it's more like entertainment to get people involved and, and build a community. It's not really their responsibility for you know, getting the show nominated. So I just kind of wanted to clarify that because, you know, it's, again, it's one of those areas where I think there's a misconception of what the role is and, and social media doesn't really have anything to do with it. Um, because it, you know, not as many of the, the, the voters aren't always on social media, so they have to stick to more, you know, more traditional things, billboards, magazines. Um, if you go on IMDB right now, it's covered in banners on the side of the page with, you know, with, with FYC, uh, ads. So, you know, that's how they reach their, they reach these members. But so we're in this FYC period right now, nomination round voting begins on June 15th and it ends on June 26th. That's the time when the members can submit their nominations 
and they're going to go down and they're going to come up with their picks, their recommendations. These are just for nominations, mind you. Once those votes are tallied, so at the end of, of you know, by you know, June 26th is the cutoff. Once those votes are tallied, that's when the nominations come out on July 12th. After that point, there is a, a voting period in August, and that's when the, the final vote, so the, the nominations have been announced, the, the members vote. They might go back and watch performances to, you know, of those those nominees to figure out who they're voting for. And then they are announced at the Emmy Awards. Now that's how that's gonna work if, you know, if there is no interruption or disruption by any of the striking people, you know, anybody who's on strike right now, because there could be a lot of people on strike. Who knows what's going to be happening? It's, it's it's a weird environment right now. But to summarize, right now we're we're getting people, we're jogging memories, getting people to remember performances and and uh, shows. And then June sixth, fifteenth to the twenty sixth is the nomination round of voting, and then the nominations are announced on July twelfth. And voting is in August, and then the ceremony and the awards are announced in September, September 18th. So with all of that in mind, let's talk a little bit about the categories. Now, as I said, Interview with a Vampire hits a sweet spot in a lot of categories. It is not impossible for a show to have multiple actors competing in the same category. Now, you might, if you're watching Succession, you might have heard that there are going to be several members of the cast competing in the uh, the lead actor category. Um, lead actor, in the case of Interview with a Vampire, would have to be, uh, just based on the, the amount of time they're on screen, it would have to be Jacob Anderson and Sam Reed. Um, supporting actors could certainly be Eric Bogosian. Um to a lesser extent, uh, we could have we could have Assad Zaman as um, as an, a supporting actor. Um, I think Bailey Bass would also be considered a lead actor um, in the the lead actress category. So you know, so we have kind of a, a mixed bag of performances. I think that you would have. Um, you know, you would have two lead actors with Sam and, and Jacob, uh, lead actress with Bailey, and then um, Assad and Eric would be supporting actors. Those would be in the acting categories. Then you have writing. I think, you know, writing is definitely, uh, you know, adapting the screenplay or adapting the book into a screenplay. That definitely could, could be a possibility. Um, direction is a little tricky because there were different directors free for the episodes. So there could be director, uh, nominations for specific episodes that might be a little bit tougher. Um, certainly though, the production design and costume team, I think deserve all of the awards. So there's no question if, uh, if that team is not in there, and that would be the team of Mara LaPere Schloop and costume designer. Carol Cutshall, um, I, I think that would be a travesty. I think they had they deserve all the awards for bringing early 1900s New Orleans to life. I mean, that is just 
<laughs> the work they did is amazing. And there's a great feature on their work in Variety right now. You can see it online or in the Variety magazine. Um, but, you know, I'm just, I'm just looking at these categories. Writing, cinematography, costuming, um, hairstyling, makeup, prosthetic makeup. I mean, let's think about the, you know, the, the transformation that Lestat goes through in the, in the season finale. I mean, just, you know, the, uh, the title design and how clever that is with the, you know, with the, the bite, uh, just be incredible music composition main title design i mentioned that one music supervision editing production design um sound editing sound mixing stunt coordination all of these things they they check all of these boxes with interview with a vampire and so i really really think um amc has such an interesting history with the emmys um the Walking Dead never got any Emmy nominations beyond some of the technical, uh, you know, makeup, prosthetic, um, costume design type, type categories. But AMC is known for raking in the awards. I mean, we're talking Mad Men, uh, you know, Better Call Saul. Uh, you know, I mean, they have they have this incredible history with the Emmys, and so it is very possible that this is the show that brings them back. And again, it's going to be the, it's going to be these amazing performances, especially, especially from Jacob and Sam that really get the attention of the Emmy voters. And I think you're going to see that, you know, hopefully it is reflected in the nominations. Now, I know a lot of you are very concerned about this and I, you know, and I am too, because in truth, it's very hard for genre shows to get nominated. The caveat to this, for some reason, I don't really know what it is, but for some reason, Game of Thrones was able to get all kinds of nominations when The Walking Dead could not. And we're not talking about later Walking Dead. We're talking about the early stuff when they were really really dealing with some complex themes. The performances were off the charts. And they still couldn't get nominated. And so there is this sense that it, it could be hard for the show to get nominated. And that would be an absolute travesty. But I think given the complexity of the issues that they, you know, the way they adapted the story to, you know, to have Louie as a black man in, you know, in, in the early 1900s, you know, not only is he dealing with being a black businessman in the middle of a white, you know, a white world and trying to, to navigate the societal complexities of, of that, but then you also have, you know, a man who's dealing with, you know, being in the closet about how he feels and coming in and, and having this relationship with this other man who doesn't have those, you know, those proclivities. Like he's, you know, Lestat is not concerned about, He's been around too long to be concerned about what other people think, but Louis doesn't have that luxury. And so watching that dynamic come to life in such a beautiful way, there's no way that these performances can't be recognized because it is, it's absolutely amazing to see these things um, come together. Now, the other piece to the puzzle is that 
you have to, there, there's so many, there's so much competition for these awards and year after year, it's always the, you know, we'll call them the usual suspects. They're the ones that always get nominated. Succession comes to mind there. They just had their final season and we know that there were some amazing, amazing performances. I mean, episode three of season four was a masterclass and deserves all the recognition it can get. So I can't, you know, it's, this is where it's, it's almost, it's, it's not a bad problem to have when you can be in a situation where you're going, there's so much good television on that it's hard to figure out how to nominate shows because that means that we're, we're able to watch some really brilliant shows. And, you know, if, if the, if interview with a vampire can break through, it's going to be a huge accomplishment, a huge achievement. But I do just want to throw that caution out there that nothing is set in stone and there's no guarantee of being nominated. But that's not to say that there aren't other opportunities. There are, you know, there's Critics' Choice. There is uh, Screen Actors Guild is, you know, that comes up in the fall. Um, there are so many different different shows and different award shows where Interview with the Vampire can get some recognition. Because of when it debuted, it wasn't considered in those early category or in those those the, the categories last year. So this would be the year for it. So, you know, it's not going to be the end of everything if they're not nominated, but it would be so amazingly wonderful if they could be nominated for an Emmy this season. So that's what we're hoping. And uh, I really hope that, um, I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for the show so much for Rollin and Mark and Sam and, and, everybody as Sam and Jacob. I mean, Jacob's performances. Oh my God. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So I, I am rooting for this show more than you possibly know, but, and I just, I I do just want to, you know, putting my journalist hat on, I'm just, you know, kind of, you know, putting a little caution out there that, you know, it might not happen the way we want it to, and it's not because the show isn't brilliant. It's just that there's so many brilliant shows out there that they have to be able to cross over. But I really, honestly, in my heart of hearts, not because I'm biased and love the show, but I honestly believe that the show is so special because of what they do that they're going to make it. I really do think that. And I think that AMC has a massive hit on its hands. And it's something that's going to go on for a very long time. We're just about to launch The Walking Dead Dead City. It's the first of three spinoffs that are that are coming. I mean, there and, and there's more on the horizon. AMC knows how to do franchises. So I am very confident that this is going to be one of those things where this is just the beginning. And based on things I've heard, things I've seen about what's going on uh, over in Europe as season two films, I can tell you that... Uh, I think it's going to be just as brilliant and I cannot wait. Uh, On that note, as we wrap this episode up, I do want to mention that uh, my guess is that we're going to get a trailer or at least some footage or something uh, at San Diego Comic-Con. I will be at San Diego Comic-Con. I will be at the panel. I will be covering all of that for you. So make sure that you are uh, tuned in for that. And I'll be sure to talk a little bit more about it as we get closer. But I just wanted to put that on your radar because I know a lot of people are wondering, like, where's the footage? Where's, you know, 
I think they're going to hold it for Comic-Con and make it a big deal. So, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. So for now, I just want to thank you for staying with me through this episode. And I hope you learned something and I hope, uh, you know, hope it, it helps understand how the Emmy process works. But, and let me tell you, July 12th cannot come soon enough. I am really excited to see what happens. And I have a really good feeling about what's going to happen with Interview with a Vampire at the Emmys. So we'll see if that comes out and uh, if that if that comes to pass. And uh, hopefully it's the first of many accolades for the show this awards season. So thank you so much for listening and supporting the podcast. And again, remember, if you, uh, if you have any questions or comments, hit me up on social media at Sarah Beth Pollock. And you can also... Uh, leave comments and reviews of the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, just thank you so much for listening. And we will talk again very soon.